Jordan. Boom. That's that's how I start a show. With a whoosh. Did you hear that? I, I, it's I like did. that crack of the whip. I like it. Yeah. Is this on right now on? Yes, it's your, on. Your show's on. Yes, you're on live. Well, I know I'm live over there, but no, I'm but you're now you're now you're live on the show that matters. Oh, you were live over there with your little Mickey Mouse setup. I got gotcha. you. But now we're ro look at look at my screen compared to this shit. Okay, so tell everybody where to go. Where? How do we tell them where to go? They don't. They're watching. Well, I, those guys could jump on. No, this they're getting a sneak peek. This won't go up till Monday. Oh, yeah, a lot of preparation, Roger. A lot of this Fantastic. is a big show. This isn't just like. Something where you just like do out of your basement. Get your little Facebook following tuned in. Right. <laughs> this is the big leagues. Right. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So I where guess, are you going? Get close to the, the question. Just went over this. The question that I was going to ask John Orlando is: yeah. If you were going to sing one of your dad's songs, what song would it be? Oh my God! I would never. No. No, I can't sing. As a kid, you didn't no. jump on the bed and drums. Did you know I play drums? Let's go back to it again. I no. asked about singing. I okay. wasn't talking about Yeah, drums. I can't sing. <laughs> I don't want any confusion here. But My singing was comedy. That's how I get into comedy. I realized, oh, that's funny when I sing. So you don't, you'll no. never sing, I never. tie that yellow ribbon? Never. I won't tie a blue one. Not even and, nothing. And what about your sister? Does she sing? You know, I don't know. I actually think she has, can carry a tune, but she doesn't sing. But I actually think she does have a, a decent voice, I think. Huh. Yeah. Well, I guess I got some answers. I yeah. asked questions, and now I, I've got my answers. Can I introduce you yet? Yeah, let's go. I mean, you let's just you it. come on and you just take, take over, over this fucking show. Sorry like it's like that. it's this isn't. You don't see the Roger. The, oh, do we have the Roger that logo? Probably not. No, we're gonna have to mm, get that over to him. Yeah, we'll we'll put it in in post. We'll make this a joint venture. Thank you. Okay. All right, I gotcha. Yeah. We've That's got knock life in the house. Knock life oh, in the back. You like that? Love it. Look, it's right over my shoulder. It's right. Right there. Boom. Knock. How'd you come? Okay, hold on. Let me set this thing. This is the world-famous Roger Silvestro, the host of Roger That, live from Detroit. This is our... How many years have we been doing this? The, uh, here, coming to Las Vegas? Yeah. It has been now... Um, is this... twelve? This will be our 13th straight year. We skipped one, I think. One minor interruption. One minor interruption. But th is this really year 13? This is year 13. Is it really? Yes. And then how many within... The, Ellenberger's era. Ellenberger jumped in. 2013? Oh. 2014? I think it might even been a little bit after that. Not much, though. I'm a little bit after that. Like yeah. 2015? I thought it was about 2015. Yeah, because I met Jake, I think, in 2013. Yes. Yeah. Traditional. I haven't seen him. No. Pretty upset he's coming. Don't worry. He'll be, he'll be back. We've got Ed Trombley's in the house. Ed is just, uh, you know, just a, just a, just a normal guy. Just there it is. Guy. That's there it is, Ed. There Look, you go. there it is. It's just a normal guy. <laughs> I love it. That's great. I you know, have, I don't have the knock life. I don't have Roger that. But you got a lot of Porsches. I do. Or the Porsche. Porsche, yeah. There do they get mad if you, someone comes in and says, I'd like to buy a Porsche? Like, are you allowed to buy the car if you can't say Porsche? You can buy that car. You, you can, but yeah. they like laugh in the back, right? Well, Just look at this clown. Well, you know what? I had an old couple sitting in front of me once buying a Porsche, and the wife looks at the husband, and she says Porsche, and he corrects her, and he, she's like, well, what's the difference? <laughs> and he, he looks over, and he goes, ownership. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It was pretty good. Yeah. All right, we got Ed Trombley in the house. We've got Johnny Butt. I didn't know the, uh, until I... Um, 
I don't know if I, I think I followed your personal Instagram last night for the first time. I've always followed Knock Life. Oh. And I, or maybe I was already, because I, I was tagging people because I was posting the photos last night and I couldn't find Nicole. And then I finally found Nicole. She said I'm private because she's fancy. And then, mm. um, and then I, you're a third. I am. You're John but the third. Third. And I, I've got a fourth. Oh, that makes sense. That's how it works. You just keep, and then someday there'll be a ninth. When does it end? Maybe. I think it should end at the fourth. At the fourth? Four is good enough? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. He's like a king and a queen. Yeah. Type of guy. So so we do this every year. This is your third year? Second. Second year. Ed's been in. Ed's been in. I think this is the year number 10. Yeah. Year number 10. It's... It's been a good tradition. Right? You're oh. the first to book the last two years in a row. First to book. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. Roger would always wait till uh, last minute. Yeah. Ed gets mad because the ticket prices go up. And we know we're coming. That's, right. that's the thing. Right. There's no question, hey, are you going? Yeah. Are we now, Jeff Cohen's not here, and he knows we're doing this every year, but yet there's no Jeff Cohen. Where are you at, Jeff Cohen? Come on. And, and I was Jeff looking. Cohen. Where is Jeff Cohen? I was looking in the, the corner. For I the know surprise? Like, well, no, I know it's Cohen's corner. Hi, right? that's right. And he speaks out of the corner. Yeah. And he is where? Is he in L.A.? In his defense, okay. the Super Bowl is a week later than normal. Super Bowl, growing up, Super Bowl was last Sunday of January every year when we were little. Then, uh, I want to say post 9-11. Well, I shouldn't say post 9-11. They added a game to the season, which then pushed it to the first Sunday in February. Now they've added another game. Over the last however many years, and uh, jeez, and so now it's um, the second weekend, second Sunday in February. So, yep. in Jeff Cohen's defense, he did have last weekend off, and I'm guessing he's, he's probably working right now. He is working, oh, he's right, working now. right now. Yeah. He's working right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. What yeah, you got, Ed? No fun. That's a car business for you. That's the car business. Well, and he yeah. is the reason. He's the reason for the season, as they say. Actually, yeah, Jeff this Cohen would not be an annual thing. John Orlando. Yeah, this would not be an annual thing if it wasn't for Jeff Cohen, which no, is weird that he's not here. There's confusion there. So that first time into L.A., I came in to help Cohen, and I met John, and then we came back after these meetings. It was like day two, and John says, hey, what do you think about Las Vegas? And I'm thinking, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like Las Vegas. He goes, no, no, he says, let's go after dinner. <laughs> and I had enough money, anybody that knows me, I had enough money to get from, I couldn't even get out of Detroit, but I, I did. And I'm looking at John like, we're going to Las Vegas? And he says, yeah, well, I'm going to go get the car and we'll come back and let's go. And I called Tanya and Tanya was, uh, she was happy about it. And oh, yeah. So, so that really started. Funny. And then after that, I was like, oh, man, you guys got to come back out here for the Super Bowl. Right. And then I says, well, and I called John back then and I called Ed. And then John, it just took him a little while to wake. That's right, all. right. Because when you're in the deep south like he was at the time, yeah, you're just deep in. Because he was in the car business. Too. Right. You all have done a tour duty in the car business. You're still doing tours. Make sure that volume's all the way down on that. Um, I'm hearing it from somewhere. Uh, right? Is it, it was this phone, right? Okay. I think so. Yeah. I'll all right. So. Cool. Uh, how long were you in the car business? Twenty-five years. Wow. And did you ever work with him too? I did work with John. I went up to Savannah. And ran a VW store for him. Wow. For yeah. about uh, seven months. And then what happened? 
You didn't like Savannah? We're not going to go there. Oh, <laughs> yeah? I don't think he's going to tell you the truth. John. I was going to move to Savannah. Did Ed get fired? No. <laughs> did you have to, you have to fire Ed? I, I, Wait, is this uncomfortable? <laughs> I mean, no, the wife and kids didn't want to move up there. No. Oh, okay. Listen, I spent... No one wants to be in Savannah. Six not even lunches, the... 25 hours trying to convince you to stay. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. He's good, right? Real good. I mean, he was. we had a good time. It was a dream. It was a dream team at that point. Yeah, you guys were. Yes, yeah, it was good. It's interesting that Work-wise. he's you because you sell them, right? I mean, you sell the cars, or oh, you yeah. you run you more well, our operations. I was running a store at that. point. Well, we're always selling the cars, but we're you know Different management companies. per se, right? So yeah. you know you're financing them, you're right, your GSM. Yeah, your yeah he ran. They run the. He ran several stores. And Eddie took one of the stores. John was general manager over all the stores. 13 stores. 13 stores. And then yeah. I was general sales manager at the VW store. So I was running it on a day-to-day basis. Got it. They love the business. Because you you're seem like by your default is kind of laid back, easygoing. So like car sales doesn't, you don't strike me as car. Like Roger, clearly, car sales. <laughs> right? Oh, he's, yeah, he's he's a salesperson. Right. You you're not really a sales guy. No matter what, but position, you can you're do in it. Dealership, you're in a sales position because you've got to take a TO for a salesperson. You got to go close a deal. What's a TO? Turnover. So if he can't close a deal, he's got to turn it over to me. Oh, really? Like I just can't get these people, whatever. Then you come out and you're like, them to commit, is that when the, he does? You do the bait and switch bullshit? Like when? Uh, right. Is that when the salesman goes? <laughs> Uh, I want to introduce you. I, I talked to my GM. I'm going to introduce you to the GM, and he's worked up. He ran the numbers. Is that what it is? Like he ran the numbers, and uh, I'm, I'll let him tell you. And then you, and then you come in and you give him some nonsense that's actually not really a deal, but seems like a deal. No, no. You just go out there and you find out what's keeping them from buying the car. Okay. You talk to him. You don't have to be sleight of hand or anything shifty. Right. Just normal. I don't. I don't believe that. You got to be real shifty. I'm not the sleight of hand. <laughs> Maybe in your business. But, but right. you know, I, I had John. I had John come into the office one time, and it was a big decision, and it was it was it was a heartfelt moment. And uh, John just turned the lights off, and he held their hand, and he says, uh, "You know, I know it's a big decision, and uh, you know we got to ask a higher power." And Roger, would you turn off the lights? And we're in Beaufort, South Carolina. Uh, and I thought, what is going on? But you know, it is a big He's decision. got everyone holding hands. We all held hands and prayed. Turn the lights off. <laughs> but in all fairness, I mean, it was bigger than you and I. It was bigger than you and I. <laughs> <laughs> and was this for a new car? I'm assuming new yes. car, right? Yes. Brand new. You yes. wouldn't so. yes. do this over a used car, right? Oh, this absolutely. Is- Whatever it takes. I'm just telling you, it was bigger than he and I, and I felt <laughs> compelled. And I, I looked back up and I turned the light on, and it was a go. It was a go. And that got it after that. They were that like, okay, yeah. we'll sign. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah, we didn't really threaten people much or anything like that. <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> like the jerky boys. Remember the jerky boys? Buy this car. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Roger was out there a lot. Just like that one guy. Would you, would you just look at it? <laughs> you remember that guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. J- just look at it. <laughs> What's it going to take for you to get in this car and drive off the lot today? Is that the, is that the we, line? We that? never did that. No? You know? no I mean, yeah. you hear the stories, but, you know, Ed and I have spent north of 20 years in the business. Yeah. And for us, it was just the people business. Right. If you didn't want to buy it, fair enough, we'll see you maybe for service. Yeah. And it was really kind of easy. If you were just a normal person, it was easy. 
yeah, there's no, you don't have to be shifty and try to force somebody to no. buy something they don't want. You just talk to them, find out what's preventing them from saying yes right now and talk and, to them, figure it out. And nine out of 10 times, if you just tell them that's fine, I don't want you to buy it. And then you walk away, they're coming back begging to buy it. Right. You and that was that. Volkswagen back then? Yeah, that was Volkswagen back then. And now for Porsche, it's way different, right? Like they come in and. With a suitcase of cash. Is there even haggling yeah. like over price with, with, for that? Or it's just, it is what it is? It is what it is. It is what it is, yeah, right? A, you can either afford it or you can't. You're either buying it for the sticker price or you're not. Do most guys buy ca- pay cash for those cars or do they still finance? No, a lot of them are financing and leasing. So a deal today was supposed to happen. We don't have to talk numbers, but what was the car being sold for, for an example? Uh, two million. For one car? Yep. What can you say? What model? It's what? A, a 918 Spider. So That's the, an, the car Paul Walker. No, that was no, no. Um, the 918. They made 918 of them for the world. Oh, that makes sense. The 918. Okay. Yep. Pure electric car. What? Pure electric. Yep. Wow, and does it look like uh, like a race car kind of? I'm yes. trying to think. With the 918, is the not the the 911 is the flagship. That's right. the that's the staple, yeah. right? Yeah. The 918 looks more like a race car, uh, right? Yeah, it's, definitely more like a race car. Right. So 918 of them made. You guys have one on the lot right now. We bought one and then resold it. Oh right, right, right. You told me this last night. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. So we won't say what you bought it for, but. Um, it's for sale for $2 million. Yep. Meaning it's someone's already, there's a buyer? There's already a buyer for it. It's sold today. Right? Today, it's gone. So yeah, what's the gone. payment on that? I don't know. He doesn't pay that cat. That doesn't cash, I, does he? Uh, he financed some of it. Wow. He and needed credit. There is. There is right. A, I mean, yeah. So you had to finance a little bit to get yourself on the credit Now, bureau. will he actually drive that, or does he just get it and you just park it? <laughs> I wouldn't drive it. <laughs> you wouldn't drive that, right? So right in the garage. I'd give it to my sons. <laughs> How much is insuring that? It's got to be 50 grand a month or something crazy, right? You know, most people buy those, and they park them in their garage. They're, it's a they're, showpiece. They're garage queens. Right, right, right. They sit in the garage and just get polished once a week. That's no fun and to me. And what, what year is that car? Uh, 2019, I think. All electric. There's no vroom vroom to it. Nothing. Nope. I just want to know what happens when they're driving on the street and there's a backup and they're sitting there for five hours. What do you do? Oh, like battery-wise? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. You know what? I see a lot of Teslas sitting on the side of the highway. Because they turn it off? They run out of but they just get stranded, really. Yeah. I'm not ready for the electric car stuff, man. Absolutely I, not. No. So I guess my question to you is, so what if you're in California and it's a blackout or a brownout? Right. And weeks go, what, you just, no one goes to work? No one goes to get their food? I mean, Oh, that's going to be quite a Explain fiasco. this to me, because you guys, I'm out of the car business. I Cohen, the car business. Cohen told me a few months ago that I want to I'm going to screw this up, but Mercedes is going to all electric in the next two or three years. Except one car. Except one car, uh, and when you buy them, you have to sign a waiver that gives the government the right to take over the car in a national emergency or something. Have you heard any of this? Or no. sounds legit. Do I? I mean, it sounds like what's going on today. Yeah, yeah. I've heard nothing about that, but yeah, I don't know. I heard. Well, that's sad, but probably true. But I also heard that Mercedes is. No longer going to have a brick and mortar in, say, two or three years. No car. Dealerships. It's going to be like a Carvana-type deal. Really? No brick and mortar, and that's it. That's that. So you just order it and just hope you like it? And 
But most people don't test drive like the Porsche, right? They know. They already know. They already know they want it. Yeah. Can you test drive them? Do you let them? If we have any on the lot. Like right now, it's crazy to get a car, we right? Have, yeah, we have zero new cars on the lot right now. That is nuts. Absolutely None. zero. So used cars, like you were telling me you were trying to buy, or, or maybe it was you. One of you was trying to buy a a truck, and it was like 20 over sticker, and it was already two years old or something. Was that you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, just the new Maverick, the little Ford pickup that just came out. They quit taking orders on it, but uh, back home, they're selling it for 29 grand. And they're 20 grand. So the Ford the motor company is actually upset at the dealers and tell them you can't do that. Because they're selling a brand new car. And then now you can't even order it anymore because there's too many ordered. But we don't have anything going on. I mean, the United States is good. It, it is with us. I don't want to talk politics. <laughs> well, national news about that uh, Mercedes dealer in Detroit. Uh, the guy ordered a um, E63, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, when it came in, they wanted 120000 over the MSRP. I saw that. And yeah. got it? I don't oh, I'm sure. I mean, here's the thing: if you're spending a million, two million, two hundred thousand on a car, and it doesn't 50, matter. Yeah, it's relevant. Point. You're buying it, right? I'd still haggle. I mean, you would. You almost have to. If I had that kind of money in the bank, I'd still haggle. What do you think? Question got for it in the bank? all three of you: answer separately and but tell the truth, okay? When you go to buy a car, it's such a painful experience for most of us, right? You're already you're already smiling. Look at it. You're all fucking savages. Like you're like, yeah, tell me. Um, you know, you guys always like to do like the tactic I've heard the most over the years is, hey, we're not making any money on this. We're just making five hundred dollars. We're just I'll show you the invoice. I'll show you the invoice. We're just charging you five hundred dollars over what we paid for it. Is that true? Ever? Sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ed? Yes. We, yes. We sell them for MSRP. So Eddie doesn't haggle. Or we, no we, fuckery? There's no fuckery no, there? No, we don't do the 500 over invoice. We never even mention invoice with the Porsche product. You just sell it for whatever that sticker price says. Exactly. And the markup is whatever it is. You don't have to say. I understand. Yep. Okay. And I mean, I. I that's the short answer. But I mean, the, if, if, if there's an invoice. Right. And you. And you I personally have maybe done it a few times, but at the end of the day, if you show somebody an invoice, nine out of ten times, they don't believe you. Right. So I just give them a price. The salesperson goes back. Normally, they can't close the deal, so you go back in there and you just find out what, what's happening. Right. And then if they want to go into, well, I know what your invoice is, I know what your holdback is, and, you know, the guy down the street's $500 less. I... I explained to him what we've got into it. You know, hold back is essentially dealer money that helps you for the floor plan because you have to floor plan the car. So it costs you 20 bucks a day for, a say, a $30,000 car. Yep. So that helps you offset the car sitting there because the average day supply could be 45 days. Not not in today's day and age, but two, three years ago. Right. And, and, and it is what it is. And for us, I mean, you and I have been together a long time. So for us, yep. if they thought that it was better to spend 500 less down the street, I would always say, you know, we've been here a long time. I, mean, I spent 14 years at that dealership. So traditionally, when you come back, you're going to see me or you're going to see Ed, and I'm worth 500 bucks. Well, what do you mean? Well, because I'm going to get you a car to drive. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So the short answer is yes. Now, if you're going to buy a car that's four years old that's brand new, there's probably dealer cash. But as a norm... That's what you got. I'm I mean. just wondering, since since he's not in the car business anymore, yeah, 
and got the knock life going. I we'll trust him. I want him back in the car business. I think he sounded honorable. Everything he just said, very honorable. I don't know if I'm buying from you, Roger. Well, the butt, the butt, the Brut brothers, <laughs> uh, along with their sister, they're all an honorable group. Yeah, Frank, John, Craig. Yep. He's laid into something. Gucci. Yeah, for yeah, sure he is. They're an honorable group. And same with the Trumpers. Wait, I mean, did you, you got say Rick. Gucci? Well, his youngest brother they call Gucci. Okay. Yeah. Like a watch. Like Gucci watch? Yeah, I got it. I, yeah. I'm familiar and with And on his brand. side, they're yeah. honorable too in the car business. You got Rick, Greg, Ed. Bridge is not, it was never in the car business though. Okay. And on my side, it's just me. So I'm the most trustworthy. Stop hitting his desk. What are you doing? So anyway. <laughs> So I guess Ed's dealership's going to pay for that first half of the segment of the show? Yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. I'm sending invoices. So I'm sending Eddie, invoices. if I wanted to buy a Porsche, where do I come to? Porsche Tampa. Porsche but you Tampa. told me something shocking. I can't even get one if I want one from you. No, there, I, no allocations. No, but even if you had them, you were saying that they service. They want to service the area. Right, yeah. With Porsche, they want you to sell in your area. Take care of your area first before you start trying to sell across the USA. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So what about this? Uh, the other question I have is people come in and they say, I just want my payment to be blank. Is that a mistake when you're buying a car? Like, hey, I just want my payment to be 400 or 320 no more than 320 Is that a mistake? No, those people are usually saying a number far below what the car is actually going to go for. So oh. if, they're, if they're saying they need to be at 350 that car is probably going for 650 Well, they want to be at 350 on a $600 car. Tradition, Got it. Traditionally. Right. But I mean, I would always appreciate when somebody comes in and says, I want to be at 400, and I would say 400 up to 450, no more than 475. Yeah, bag on a table. Oh, max 550. <laughs> right. And then we meet in the middle, and then you go out and find a car that fits those parameters, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then you move on. So as long as it's okay to come in and, and name a payment, as long as it's reasonable matched up against the car you're trying to get. I mean, I think so. There's different trains of thoughts, but I mean, it's easier for me to find a vehicle that's going to fit. Yeah, it's going to save the customer a lot more time if they tell the salesperson exactly what they're trying to accomplish. If they keep it a secret and nobody knows what they're trying to to do, then you're just kind of running around in a circle. Right. Then they're looking at a Porsche and they should be on a Versa. Right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> and when you guys need to go buy a car, do you always get whatever dealer you're working at like do you are you do you have a porsche right now porsche sorry yes two of them. you do two of them yeah. did you get a discount obviously Th right. three yeah. right three discount yeah um if you weren't let's say you were going to go and you needed an suv and you didn't want to get the porsche suv and you wanted to just go get whatever a, a ford explorer or something are you winning that deal like when you show up at the random ford lot you know all the tricks of the trade and stuff like you're getting a deal? Well, yeah, of course I do. I know all the ins and outs of the car like business, you, just like John does. Yeah. I mean, I just bought two. I bought Nicola, a Yukon, and I bought myself a GMC Denali. And I went up to folks that I know, and I said, I want this and I want this. And they brought them in, and I looked back, and I said, let me just see what you're doing. And I got to make a point off of you. I said, no, you ain't going to make a fucking point off me. And so we, it was it was... It was painless. I mean, as long as you talk to them and tell them what you want, it was good. Yeah, I'm coming in to slam you, man. I'm, oh, Roger's yeah. nonstop. Yeah. I will hammer you to no end. Right. And if you want to sell me something at a dealership, it's just don't even waste your time because I'm, I'm coming in hard. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's how I do it. I'm completely different. Very loud. Very, right. I'm in your, this is what it's going to be. Let me see the numbers. 
Call the wholesaler. The what, the what wholesaler oh, yeah. did you get it from? Yeah. I hate the whole process. That's it's why, awful. That's why I do like wherever Cohen is. I just go, hey, this is what I want. And then he just does it all. And that's the it is what it is. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of customers keep buying from the same salesperson because they can call them up and say, hey, this is what I want. Right. Get it for me. Take care right. of it and make it easy. Nobody wants to be in a dealership for four or five hours. Let's get them in and get them out. Right. You know, I, I, I got to just say this. So in the construction industry, I find it the same. It's the same mentality. So if, I'm, if I, somebody calls me on the kitchen. Yep. And I, I'm just point blank before we even get started. Where, where are we going with this? Are you, do you guys want to be at 25 grand or are you guys at 50 grand? And they always think if they tell you 100, then I'm going to come back and say, well, the kitchen's 100. That's not the case. I need to know because I can buy cabinets that are paper thin and do your under $20,000 kitchen. Right. Right? You don't have to have any lights in here to see what you're cooking. Right. You know, you don't need a garbage disposal. Right. Shit, I wouldn't even put in a sink. But the, the point is, is if you tell me what you're after, then I can... Figure out how to get them there. Yeah, and I could bring Tanya. We could design something that's going to fit your needs. So and your budget. by giving me that number, that budget is really helping significantly. Right. Right? A lot of people are afraid to do it, though, because they feel like that means they're losing. They're going to lose. Right. But that's not the case. And I'd rather know somewhere where they're at. Right. You know, I had a guy put an all-boat cabinetry in his, in his kitchen, very small kitchen. It was $50,000 worth of cabinets, my cost. That kitchen shouldn't have been more than seven thousand bucks, John, for a really nice cabinets. Right. But these were these were from a boat. I mean, they were unbelievable. So where are we going? That's all. Right. Let me know what what, what we're after. I it mean, helps. F- full disclosure. I, I've got three rooms. I just had a flood in, and the carpets up. Can you come put some tile down for me? Uh, yeah. Wait, are you getting are you getting business right here on the Ashes just like podcast? That. Just no, like but that. I got a little bit just before we start. I think Ed needs a bathroom at but I'm places. Thinking free labor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on how many of those knock life hats I'm right. going to take. He's got to make a point on you though. He's got to make one. I got to make a point. <laughs> I'll feed him. Yeah, Jan and I were just asking Roger to come down and remodel our condo for us down in Naples. See, you have plenty of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know these guys for many years. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's talk about that. So you've known each other many years. You've known Ed since when? First grade. It would have been uh, like 1976? Yeah. 77? And how about John? John would have been coming a little bit later, not too much later. It would have been like a ninth grade year, so 85-ish. Yeah, eighth or ninth grade. Yeah. 94-ish. Now, no, 80s. Really? Yeah, I graduated 89. We were at 85. Eight, about 85. I'll tread lightly. Uh, when you were sure. growing up, you guys were a little more wild, let's say, than you are now. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have calmed down so much. It's, it's almost when I tell stories about these guys, and we won't yes. go in any, nothing that's going to cause any problems. Right. But people Maybe look at me like, line, Ed, like you just said, that's a very. Right. I've heard stories about Ed from you that don't match up with the Ed that I know. Right. right. His wife Crazy tells me Crazy stories. Crazy stories. And it's all true. And those of you at, at <laughs> home know. It's all true, know. Ed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those at home know. They know so, this. So can we, can we talk about stuff that was in the paper? We can talk about that stuff, right? Or no? Sure, we can talk about it. I mean, <laughs> my, I guess my, you know, I, I, I've got my sons, Roger, Benjamin, and Christian, so they don't, you know, there's not much that I have shared with them about the past. Um, very minimal. Okay. I, I, like, like, I don't want my sons gambling, let's say. Okay. 
But if Roger's going to gamble, he needs to know how to do it. Right. Right. So you'd Roger rather he be the house. <laughs> yeah, Vegas isn't here because so, yeah. they're not the house, right? We know that. So when you gambled back in the day, you were the house. I was the house. Yes. I'll, 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 well, let, let's back up for a second. Go ahead. Because I'm going to tell you about the house. For, the house Robert, fucked us up last my, night. I can tell you that. Jesus. We were talking about that in the way. God. Yeah. So Roger and my brother hung out a lot. And yes. so they would call me. He's your older would, brother. Yeah. Okay. And they call him Nitty. We'll talk about that later. Uh-huh. But so Roger and Frank would say, hey, we're going to be over on East Warren and Outer Drive, kind of where I grew up, just a couple blocks over. And I'm like, all right. And they would have generators. And they would take an abandoned house and take the wood down and put lights in there like, you know, like the painters do. Right. And they'd have craps tables, and it was it'd be, it, would, it would be a whole to do. Like it would take five yeah. hours to build this. That yeah, wasn't. We, yeah. we had a full size craps table, and we'd throw it in the back of the pickup truck and run it down to Detroit. And so they'd be down there, and then after a couple weeks, two, three, four weeks, then you'd see the helicopters and the paddy wagons. And the one time I didn't make it over the fence, and I'm like, help. And Channel Four really? was and Channel Four News was there. Oh my God, Channel Four, get out and of my I face! And what's this cop comes in? He says. This cop goes in, he says, he's looking around. So I said, I said, about time, man. He says, what? I said, I'm, I, I live next door. <laughs> I'm trying to find out who's running That's this true. thing, right? <clears throat> and I'm glad you're here. Get, stop this. This has been going on every weekend for a while. Uh-huh. We get against these oh, yeah. bastards. Well, then, so I start walking out, and I go down, and I, I get to this pickup truck, right? Because we need a pickup truck for the crap table. Right. And I, I pull out of the driveway. I'm like, I'm gone, man, right? I'm getting out of here. And I mean, I got cousins there and everything else, right? Right. So I look. I get to the end of the street. And I see this bus coming, escorted with these police cars. And I look up, man, and a light is coming down from a <laughs> helicopter. This is a fact. Yep. And I go, holy moly, right? So I take off for the burbs, man. I got to get out of Wayne <laughs> County. And I got to get into Macomb County. Right. So you're the... Kingpin. Kingpin. Kid, right. Right. That's uh-huh. right. So, so the news shows up, right? So the, 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 the news station shows up and, and they're doing, they're like interviewing these kids like, you know, they're, oh yeah, some guy named Roger, Roger, <laughs> Roger, Roger. So he can't say that. He can say, well, allegedly there's a Roger from the suburbs right. running these gambling parties down here for these kids. And, right. You know, and they, they got, you know, everything's going on. It's, yep. it's, and like he said. And you're yeah. how old at this point? 18, 19. We first started, right about when we were driving, so 16, 16. 17. Yeah, I was young. You know, 18. Five five bucks a cup to get in. Five bucks? We had a keg in the backyard, five bucks for a red solo cup Uh to get in. Everyone would always ask, how many kegs do you have on in the back? And we'd always say three or four or five. Meanwhile, there's one. There's one, and we used to shake it. Oh, yeah. We used to shake it. What, what does that do? It's foam? foam. So no one's getting any oh beer. Oh, my God. So, We're not sending anybody home drunk. Right, I'm right, a right. good Catholic. Boy, but, <laughs> but, but, but that got me going. So I lived on Lake Point yes. with a buddy of mine, Chris. And so we started having parties. Right. And Which, we, by, by the way, don't forget what you're saying. I should also mention to everyone that when I hear stories about Ed and I look at Ed based on the stories and what I know of you, the stories that he's told me, I'm like, Ed? I've heard stories about you though, well, and your brother. And when I looked, when I first met you, I was like, "Yep, I get it." No, <laughs> never think that. I mean, you're. We've we've grown. Yeah. Yes. We've matured. 
Yeah, everybody goes through that, except for the kids nowadays, I guess. Nobody nobody believes the stories you tell them. Right. So you don't even talk about them anymore. I believe every shred no, of them. I get it. Yeah. But we don't. We haven't talked about stories in years. Because, yeah, right. But the thing that I was going to say earlier that I really thought was kind of cool as a 17-year-old was we'd have parties, right? Yeah. And then we'd get four or five kegs, and they were blowouts. I mean, hundreds, 200, Oh, kids people. everywhere. And so finally they'd go all night, and then the fire trucks would come down and hang out and drink, and, and the next day the house was a, a wreck. So we got together and we said, Chris, goes, what are we going to do? He goes, so we would, same parties, we'd get one keg, and then about 9.30 we'd call the cops on ourselves. <laughs> oh, shit, party's over. <laughs> and then we'd be... The and they'll cops would pull up. It was great. That's genius. None of us were worried because we're the ones who call them. Right. Yeah. right. Not on the one night that everybody got arrested. No, that, that was, was totally story. different. Thank you. So tell us about that one. So well, when the helicopter was over top, like I said, holy moly, right? So I was like, right. oh, man, this is... This is real. It's over the top of where you were doing it. Yes. It's yep. over top of this house, and it's got this light, and kids are And this was an abandoned house. It's an abandoned home. Did you guys took over, and you had just craps, or you had blackjack and everything? They had four tables. We craps, had craps. Craps, blackjack. We had blackjack, blackjack going. And um, whatever else. And, and yeah. And, 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 so it's, it's an empty home. And you know. do you have security at, no, at something like well, this? Because like, yeah, well, there's a lot and, of money, yeah, right? These guys, yeah. These are, the, these are security. This is security. Nobody would really, because no. nobody would really, you didn't need security because it was. There was we no knew everybody. Because you guys had already they're, made a name. They were, they were cool. Yeah. For everybody knew it was. We had no issues was, back yeah, then. Yeah, no. Okay. It's pretty good. And how much money, like on a on a Friday or Saturday night, are we talking? What would what would you guys, what would. I mean, I would make three grand at my house party, and there was no gambling. So and you're had 17, to make, 16. Because yeah. I had to pay rent. You had to pay rent. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you guys had to I make. Mean, Johnny was living by himself at what age, John? 14. Yeah, so he had a house and everything. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you're in the eighth grade, and John Bunsen, because he owned his but, own home. But wait, we're we're going to leave this one alone. All right. We're going to talk about okay. what we net, what y'all net. He at, thinks he's uh, got his two boys yeah. listening to Moving two. right along. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> we love you, Jack. Love you, Reese. We're moving on. We're going to move her along. Okay. Um, there were times it was double, triple that. Double, triple, three K? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez, really? Which is at 17, so we did a lot chips, of money. Yeah. We didn't do cash at the table. We you had chips, chips, and then they would go see the We had the a cashier. guy over here, and you would, you would buy your Settle chips. Settle up. Yep. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, we had Stubo in the corner with the chips with the yes. AK-47. Yes. Right? Yep. Yep. Stubo yeah. was a uh, guy, Stuart. He was uh, in the corner. He's probably watching. Wait, did you say I'm with sure an AK-47? Oh, yeah. And a Desert really? Eagle. Really? And a Desert Eagle. Yeah. A big really? Desert Eagle. Oh, yeah. And at uh, he's the same age as yeah. you guys. Although he had a full beard at 15. But yeah, yeah, he looked yeah. old, man. Yeah. He looked old. So insane. Yeah. My dad thought it was a man on our couch when he was slept over one. Oh, that's the guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Roger's yeah. dad goes, who are you snuggling with, Roger? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But he did look 30. Yeah, yeah. he did. All okay, of so there's a helicopter. What happened? So I, what I did is I, I went back into Macomb County, and yep. I went to the spar. And I sat in a corner, and back then we had pagers. And my pager was like the size of a VCR, you know? So this is yeah. like 87, 80. This is like, yes. 88, graduated 80. I graduated 89, so oh, this 89. was probably right around in that. Okay. And my, so my thing's starting to go off, right? And these are people's like brothers or sisters that didn't come to the party. Right. They're like, dude, my sister got arrested, or my brother got Mike Martinez. Like a sister and they're Amy. getting arrested just for being underage drinking. Underage really. at a party in Detroit. Right, right, right. Right? And they okay. wanted to make a big deal of it and right. go after the kingpins of the Macomb County area. Uh huh. I mean, come on. And anyway, uh, so I was, oh, man. I, people were like, you got to come down and get me. 
Right. And I, so I, no way. Right. Are you, you're not. I'm your not face. going down there. So right. the terms were: they asked every kid to who, who had this party, and they let them all out. And every kid just about said my name. <laughs> <laughs> You've been ratted out, boy. So my parents were. They all rolled on you. They all rolled. Uh huh. Because they, they just want to get out, you know. Right. So. Then we were told from another source down there that they were really going to come down hard on me yep. in Wayne County. Yeah. And I decided then we need to start rotating the houses. We need to do one house for a Friday and then do another house for the following Saturday. Yep. Right. That makes sense. So yep. now we got to be on the run. Right. So at the time, uh, there were these gentlemen in the city. Yep. Uh, they used to drive on our motorcycles. I won't say who they are. But they said, we'll get you some houses. And I said, perfect. And they were <laughs> empty homes. And I just, and that's what we did. We just, and we did that for another year. And they couldn't catch us if they tried. Uh-huh. And it still kept working out great, you know. And, and now are kids dressing up to come to this kind of thing? Is, or is, no, it's just yeah, casual. Yeah, some. I mean, because we had big parties. I mean, there were good parties. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. you say, now, man, those were the good old days. Granted, I know we weren't supposed to be doing that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, those were the good old days. Right. Oh, yeah. And people are coming there to gamble. So when that starts to spread, that you can, oh, you can go play craps, you can play blackjack, did it attract 40-year-old people too and 30-year-old no, people? No, no was, just the kids. It was, it was two things were happening, three things were happening in those parties, right? You were, well, maybe four. You were getting laid. Right. For sure. Getting into a fight. For sure, <laughs> making some money for sure, or going to jail for sure. I mean, it was one of those. <laughs> those are the. That's what was on the menu. That's exactly what it was. Right, and this is every weekend or every night. Every every weekend. Every weekend. Every every weekend. weekend. Friday, Saturday. Because yeah, every weekend. Every weekend, and the appetite was strong. And in the Catholic, with <laughs> the, the Catholic appet- schools, the Notre Dame, <laughs> De La Salle, the, the appetite was strong. Uh, yeah, all these schools, yeah. all these kids, man, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I think what we did best was we brought a lot of different schools, public schools together. Yes, the private, the public, the the, all the Catholic, the right. Yeah. Everybody came. Everybody knew everybody after that. And the best was that these were all organized before cell phones, so you had to organize this think during about the school that. week. Oh, right. And keep it quiet from all the teachers. So Here's they a piece of paper, passing notes, right? Oh, we find out by Absolutely. word of mouth. That's a good point. Yeah. It's amazing that we could organize something like that without right. cell phones or social media or anything like that. That's a good point. It was it was it was okay, a really so, good business entrepreneurially. I I felt I was proud of it. So all these kids <laughs> gave your name, yes. and so then police eventually come talk to you. Yeah, but we got really good at what me. We we got good at just I like I said we stayed us up ahead for about another year, and then I decided I it's time to just step out of this all together. Okay, that's not okay. That's running that that piece of it right, not the. La 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 la. That was that piece of it. That was that piece of it. And this we're was just like an added because a lot of guys were going to college, right? And he was uh, always in a lot of trouble, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Our, all of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical. All of our friends were going to go to college, and they're like, "Well, we got to pay for." You know, some of my friends were, like, you know, we got, I got to pay for this. Right. So I said, "Well, we'll do these parties, you know. You, we'll, we'll, and you can make a lot of money." And they were like, "Wow, this is great." Why go to college, right? I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> right. And it did go into the colleges, you know. Yeah. We, we, we did go into the colleges, uh, Michigan, Ferris, uh, Michigan State. 
Yeah. University of Florida, a couple in Canada, a couple in Arizona. Right. I mean, essentially, Roger uh, invented the trade school, if you will. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> a pioneer. We were a pioneer. So we used to run, um, very early on, we used to run these uh, Easter raffles. And uh, so basically, it was basketball time. Right. You know? Yeah. And we'd run the big Easter raffle, and everybody could put in 10 bucks, and then I'd pull a name from all the schools, and they would win like a 500 bucks or something. And uh, the Catholic schools called me in and they says, you know, Raj, we got to talk to you. And I says, okay. I says, and they says, well, we got a, you know, we got a problem here. And I had a partner at the time. And I won't bring that, his name up. So anyway, long story short, they said, well, you know, we want this to stop. And I thought, wow, they want, they want us to stop all of this. And um, I said, okay. And they said, okay. So I walked out of the room and I was so excited. And my partner was nervous wreck. And he's like, what, why are you smiling? And I said, they're not going to call the police, man. It's Catholic school. <laughs> they get paid to have us here. Right. We need De La Salle, Notre Dame. All, every Catholic school right now, I want to take them all over. And that's what I went after. That was my next big move. For, that's like For sports, straight gambling. Sports yeah, betting. A quarter, a dollar, 50 cents, higher up the ladder. Right. Because I thought, oh, these kids, just, they, lo- they just, they loved it. Right. So we started, you know, it's in the past, but we had cards and Tens of thousands of them. It wasn't like they thought it was a few hundred cards. We were hit every... When you say cards... You know, you bet four, bet five, bet six for a buck. Okay. And you win 15 bucks, 20, whatever. Betting the games. Like a betting the games. Parlay back in the day. Yeah, best slap. He probably pioneered the parlay. But we had boxes of these things, man. I mean, it wasn't... Uh, we had at one point in time we we, we had print shops and running it for people us. People would turn in the bet card with money, or it was all everything was on credit until they no, it was won all with money. So if you bet a okay. dollar to five or ten bucks on these bet cards, then you would be in charge of the school, and then I would come to you and you'd give me all of them. Got it. So a guy at one of the schools would give me maybe a thousand bucks at each yep. school. And then I had these cards. I didn't remember. I mean, it was just And then you'd go through every card and kind of grade them. This was a winner. This is a loser. This is a winner. And then you'd settle up on Monday or Tuesday every week. Send it back out on on Thursday. We paid everybody back out on On Thursdays. Yeah. When all hell came down, Eddie Eddie and I are in the back, man, with the shredders. Roger, shred them. Shred (laughs) them. And we had them by the fireplace, so we used to burn them in the fireplace. But there was so many of them. Always had a roaring fire in the wintertime. Always had a roaring fire. And then eventually that came to a that, that Can you talk about that or no? I mean, it went on to, it went on to bigger and better. Right? And then... And like, then can you, like, how much money in a weekend? Oh, man. Can you say? If know. you don't want to say, you don't have to. I probably really shouldn't. But it was, it, was, it was quite a bit. A lot. And then, yeah, so then from the high schools, we thought... Tens well, of thousands. Yes. Hundreds of thousands. Yes. Million? Over the course of a, of a football season? Absolutely. <laughs> and we don't have any of that now. But, but right. so, no, so this is literally 30 this years is 30 ago. 30 years ago. So or more. He was just getting more. prepped to be in sales. That's all. I was learning right. how to sell more I mean, and more. At the end of the day. Which, the, here's the crazy thing. It's legal nah. in nah. all those states, including yours yeah. now today. Yeah. yeah. Now it is. Yeah. Or on your phone. On your phone. And you can order marijuana. Is that mind blowing for you guys? Like, geez, like we were doing things like really, like, I don't want to say you're ahead of your time, but I mean, kind of, right? Like pioneers. You really were like, I made a joke, but I mean, you're, it's legal where you are right now. Yes. So back then it was frowned on the things, some of the things that we did. Right. And now you look back in retrospect and you got to think to yourself, 
Man, them motherfuckers were genius. Yeah, right? right? Weed, legal. Gambling, legal. Sports betting, legal. Yeah. Like, so in all fairness, the, the weed thing, never. But That wasn't our gig. That wasn't your and, thing. And we talk about it now because Roger's like, oh, geez, we could do that. I just think weed's dumb and down America, and I'll get off of that for now. But, yeah, we didn't had nothing to do with the, no drugs. With the drugs. Just the gambling. Just gambling, gambling yeah. drinking, gambling, gambling drinking. And basically it was just really, because it started for, for me, right, was to just pay rent, right? Right. Because you're living with your buddy and you're trying to figure out how can I make an extra 800 bucks, 1000 bucks, and then it turned into you make three grand a weekend, and you're like, shit, we're going to do this again. But and, and, and the interesting thing was when I found that out about the Catholic schools not calling the place, right? and then I found out same thing going into college. So when they are in a fraternity, they'll lose a fraternity that may have been there for 80 to 100 years, 125 years, right? So they're not going to call on anybody either because they'll lose that Greek life. Right, right. They'll, they'll lose their fraternity. They need it swept under the rug. So they're not going to go for that. And when I found that out, I thought, well, there's another wide opening. Let's go to all the colleges. Right. So that's what we did. We went to U of M State. Because like they said. didn't want that secret out. They didn't no. want that. that now that's got, happening at their school. Now you've just got, it, it opened a door to just, uh, it was a. Wild West. It was the Wild West. Yeah. And then, uh, it, you know, it peaked. Yeah. And it ended. So can you talk about the end or no? <laughs> no? The end was, uh, it was, uh, it was just kind of a. Ending. It's all Googleable, right? You'd have to look deep, 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 man. You'd have to go deep. Yeah, you would. <laughs> There's an archive, I'm sure. Somewhere. There's a couple things, yeah. But I, I've, I've worked on those over the years to, you know, to, to get it. Yeah, and you know, like you said, though, how can all this be? If you would have told me back then, hey, Roger, you're gonna have a phone one day, right? You're gonna carry it around. Cause I had a bag phone at the time. Uh huh. And it was huge. And yep, you put the I had the bag phone. Oh yep. man, I had it. And you make one phone call. The bag phone came after the Motorola brick. It yes. did. Yeah. It did. Yep. Yeah. I had that too. Yeah. And the, and the beepers and all that. But if you would have told me that you could call on a phone, gamble for legally. Yeah. Marijuana now for legally, yeah. which I don't know. Not do. only can you get on the phone, the NFL is an investor of DraftKings. Which is bizarre to me. And Major League Baseball. Think about this. Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame for gambling. And yet MLB is an investor of DraftKings. Yeah. Okay. And or FanDuel. One Shocker. Of, that's crazy. I know. It's crazy. crazy. It's bizarre. They deliver marijuana to your home now. In Canada, <laughs> prostitution is legal. Is it? A across the border. I won't go over there. But uh, it's been closed anyway for five days, the border. So, Right. All the truckers yeah. are taking care of that right now. So the end end. Do you want me to drop the end end? I, I think so. Let's talk about it. Okay. You want to talk about it? He was going to drop it. Let, oh, I thought John was going to just. Because <laughs> John knows, right? No. I know the whole thing. Yeah. Let's just no, put it I, on. No, I better not. Well, let's maybe no? keep that for Isn't there year. a way to tell it without? No. It's almost impossible. But I think a good thing. Well, let's leave that for next year's podcast. But we said that last year. Two years ago. We should have done it two years ago because the kids were younger. Yeah. So that's the issue. Is you I don't think you so. think it's setting a bad, yeah. a bad yeah, example? Yeah, I think Mine so. Early Ed's got nothing to say. Seven over there. Nine, so. I'm staying quiet. Just yeah, I think Ed's got la 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 la. Eddie's, right. Eddie's a legend. Yeah. yeah, we'll just leave it at a legend, and maybe next year we'll we can talk about it a little more in detail. We can, um, what if we blur blur out the face? Do we have a thing that can blur out faces, George? <laughs> Do you? 
<laughs> that, the, ain't, that ain't happening. We'll in post. We'll put a little like voice modulation. Uh, yeah, on put it. the voice. Yeah, yeah, it seem, like this. yeah no. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> like that lady last night. Yeah. I go. You want chicken with what? Right, let's talk about that. So real quick. So last night we went to dinner. It was the first maskless event uh, in Las Vegas in I don't know how long. Two years almost. Big. Yeah, two years. Did I no say mask. big? It was big. Yeah. Wow. Some of the staff still wearing masks. See, he wasn't there. here yet, so he doesn't know the how dramatic it was. When we first... Day one. The day early one. Early in the morning. Early in the morning. We stop off at the casino. We were at the Virgin, which was, used masked. to be the Hard Rock. Yep. Everyone yep. had a mask on. Oh, that morning. Yeah. She comes over and says, hey, guess what, guys? The governor just says, you can take your mask off. Yep. And as we look around... Entire casino took them off. Yeah. So one minute prior to that, you had to have that mask on. One minute prior to that, you were a murderer if you didn't have that mask on. You were endangering the lives of millions, potentially. You're killing. You're, you have no empathy for the sick or the weak. Uh, yeah. And then magically... So, thank God we got elections coming up. So now we can get rid of them. Do you think they're gone for good now? At know. some point, it I don't has know the to answer be, though, right? That. It's got to be at some point. I don't know point. the answer to that. They've been gone in Florida. Yeah, we've, we've, what's open. that like? Florida so, is wide open. We do not wear masks in Florida. I've made Florida and Arkansas the punchline of jokes for literally 30 years. No offense. Uh, you know, like Florida, like if you watch Cops, I like I love that show, Cops. They're always Dade County, Broward County. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, you if Florida you answer man. the door without always. a shirt on and the cops are at your door, you're going to jail. I mean, <laughs> hasn't anyone learned that? Do not answer the door right. shirtless because they you're instantly. Are you home? Right. Uh and now I'm jealous no. of Florida. Like, like, well, what yeah. is that like, Ed? Our, our governor, Ron DeSantis, is a badass. He is a badass. <laughs> he is. Th I mean, he's. Think about it. My wife and I, we talked about this. All right, you're last Florida night. too. So right. We had three weeks of mask and a little bit of fear mongering. And after that, we were like, what the fuck? Wait, you had three weeks total, like back in the. For in us. 2020? Yeah, yeah, it was three, maybe four. But after that, we were like, because I never stopped going to work, right? Right. So after that, we were just like, fuck it, man. We're going we're gonna to live our life, and it is what it is. But my wife had a girls' night the other night, and this is a true story. Yeah. And the gal just moved here from some Democratic city. I mean, God bless them. And they go out, and she says, um, you guys have been doing this for two years? My wife says, well, yeah. She says, I haven't been out of the house in two years. And my wife, she came home and told me a story. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, and, and so they still go back to visit, and they're still living that way. And so, yeah, I just don't get it. I think, huh. I think Dade County still has some restrictions because they're Democrats down there. But other than that, the rest of Florida. Is that Florida, Miami, Dade? Yeah, yeah gotcha. the rest of Florida is wide open. It's like no masks. All the restaurants are open, staffed. Yeah. I mean, you got some Looney Tunes, right? You know, they want to put you in jail if your mask wasn't on or whatever when you're in a building. But... Other than that, we have been normal for whatever normal is, right? Yeah, yeah Michigan yeah. shut down. I mean, we shut down. Yeah. You couldn't have a guy on a job. Or they're going to come, and they'll come, the police will come and give you a ticket, 500 to to 1000 bucks. And I mean, that's, and you got a license. I'm licensed in the state of Michigan to be a builder. You don't want to risk that. But then what do you do? You got to make money. Right. And the government says, well, we're going to subsidize you. We're going to give you some money. Well, that's not what... You're, you're making. Right. Can we say his name one more time? Ron DeSantis. 
Ron DeSantis? I like Ron, Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. Yeah. Does he run okay. for president at some point? Uh, not this one, but the next one. Yeah? Yeah. Not this one? Why? No, he's not ready. He's got too much work to do. But he's been prepping for like 10 years. I might announce this today. I, I think I'm going to run for Senate in the state of Michigan. Are you really? I wish you no, would. would you ever? Yes. Wait, can you? Yes, I can. Yeah, because you didn't. Yeah, oh, no. Not, I'm clean. See, as I keep wanting to go back to that. Yeah, no, I know. because we just one word you got to think about. <laughs> Expungement, right? So he can run. I can run. Oh. I can run. You can. And, and, and so it would be a state set. It wouldn't be the, uh, the two senators in charge of the state. It's the, the, the in-house or the state, you know, Senate. And uh, I was looking at the other day. I was thinking, who's this guy that even jumped in there? Right. And I thought to myself, you know what? In, in our region... Uh, I think that I could pull it off. I think you definitely could. I mean, I should also mention you never had to go to, uh, what do you call it, camp, right? You no, camp. no. You never had to go to camp. camp. You never no. had to go. The Italian people, as a kid, and I'll change your whole, I know where you're going with it, <laughs> but the Italian people don't send their kids to camp. They don't. As a young boy, you don't go to camp. Ever. Yeah, I know what camp you're thinking, right. but I just change it to summer. Okay. Yeah, oh no. Italian families, no, you stay home for the summer. Got it. You don't go to a camp. That no. is un... And when people came to my home, my dad would take... I mean, Eddie's first night over, he probably got questioned, like I questioned the boys last night. I was serious. I want to know about Alex's right. friends. Yeah. I want to know, <laughs> that was are they dating anybody? <laughs> what funny. their families do? Yeah. Their parents? So they gave Mitch, me a, and, Mitch and Ryan. But yeah. I call him Mitch, Mitch and Murray. Murray. Yeah. Mitch and Murray from uh, <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. That's Mitch true. has got the hairdo that goes like this, right? Right. It's like a flip. Yeah, the flip. Yeah. Okay. He's a flipper. Seem like a nice guy. When you look at those kids, do, do you think back, like when you were that age, of how different they are compared to you at that age? When I look at them, I think, God, how fucking old are we? That's right. what I think. Yeah. You know? What do you think? Great for them at 22, they're out in Vegas. They don't look 22 anymore. When I was 22, right? I wasn't out in Vegas. How, how old were you the first time you came to Vegas? Uh, I came with my wife, Janet. Uh, that was probably in. Probably in 2000, 99 or 2000. No, no, no. It would have been 97, I think. Oh, wow. So that's pretty late. 97. It's when they, the one time when they blew up a building. They oh, maybe a building they, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. And now I wish Adam Lieberman was here. It was, was New here. Year's Eve. Adam Lieberman sent me a text. He's so mad that I'm doing a show without him, uh, my normal co-host. But that, I didn't have enough seats. We didn't have a, it's, it's Ford Max. Where is Adam? Oh. I didn't tell him. He just sent me a thing. He's like, uh, he goes, you do an AJ without me? Fuck you. That's what he wrote. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good stuff. I don't, I see, I guess a weird thing today is the communications. Yeah. Right? So everything is, is, instead of you enjoying a concert, now you got your phone, you're trying to tape it. Right. It's like, I guess I could, like when my kids are on stage doing something for a school. Yeah. You're videotaping it. I missed the whole thing. Wait, I've got. Does that make sense? Um. Text George right now and have him send you a Zoom link so we can Zoom you in. Um, and, and, and would you ever, like, video your crime? That makes sense to me. Right. Wait, you're, now you're bringing back, you just brought it back up. No, Full I'm circle. just saying. Now you're bringing it back kids. up. Full circle. No, I no, let no. The these I, let, I let the, these kids today, man, they're videotaping their crime. I don't <laughs> right. understand it. Right. <laughs> they have a, Does it make sense? They have a thing called Florida Man, right? Yes. It's kind of like a running joke because they always. It's always the headline. There was two kids oh, that right. stole the car, had the guy's phone was in the car. They're taking selfies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got some. I've. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> 
now I've got some of my friends are watching your Facebook, and I've got a question. I've been asked to ask, do any of you know White Boy Rick? He lived two blocks from me. Yeah, Really? I, I met him one time. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw so, that documentary. I forgot all about that. Did you Did you know him? I mean, when yeah, you, yeah, yeah. 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 You want to talk about that? I, 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 I never really got into. <laughs> I all never that, know what we're allowed no, no, no. to talk about. <laughs> no, I'm an open book, but I, you know, he he was a couple blocks around the corner, and I never really hung out with the guy, you know. But but yeah, I mean, I know who he is, and you know, I I never got involved in the whole drug thing, right? So yeah, we were more parties and what have you. But the movies. Definitely, from what I have seen growing up, was nothing like. We've got Matt Kelly in studio with a question. So did he get fucked over? Yes. Did White Boy Rick get right. fucked over? He wants he to know. They yes. Hung him out to dry. They yes. hung him out to dry. Right. You knew him too? Yeah. And I, uh, I, I met him one time at a. Uh, yeah. I met him actually at Ed's house. <laughs> <laughs> See, that goes back to Ed. Ed's the silent assassin of this group. And, and it was a bizarre kind of uh, incident. So, I was hoping I would just pass over. So it wasn't Ed. Like, Ed didn't have. He, so, White Boy Rick would probably. Uh, I don't even. He, I don't know if he knows us. Like, right. I don't right. know. Because, uh, anyway, long story short, is I went over to his. Eddie's brother, Greg, yeah. knew him. Okay. And a couple right. of these type, type characters were there. And I came down the stairs with his older brother. Rick, who's crazy. Ricky's older. That's and what we talked about last night at dinner. He's a legend. Yes. Well, that was Greg. Yeah. Oh, that's so, Greg. So about Rick Greg's, and Greg. Right. Both it's, your brothers are crazy. Greg's the crazy. Greg's the crazy. Greg's the crazy one. Yeah. But Rick was Rick was older, and he was very okay. respected. And I came down the stairs with Rick. When you say respected, can you elaborate? He just, on that? If he said, "Hey guys, I think this party's over tonight," or you know. It was over. It was, they would, there okay. was no question, Ricky. He was a tough dude, Ed's, Ed's so, going to add to that. So one time we were at a party across from my house across the street was this high school called Carnamuni, and we go over there with a few other guys, and one of the guys ends up hooking up with this other Carnamuni senior's girlfriend. Okay. Before you know it, the entire dance wants to kill us. Fact. And, and we're locked in this gym because as soon as we leave, they're going to jump us. So Rick, I called Rick across the street. I says, Rick, what? what? Oh, Rick's you know, brother. Put Rick. the quarters in the phone. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, Rick. He's like, it was up. I said, I need you to come over here and uh, take care of this for us. So uh, there was a guy. It was Mr. Jackson. Dave Jackson is a very respected guy. He passed away. Great person. They named our gym at the school after him. But anyway, he was there. And he's like, what's, what's going on, fellas? And we're all like eighth, ninth grade, right? Wheeler and you and. Uh, so the whole school is going to beat up well, probably Wheeler or whatever. And here comes Ricky. And at the time, he's got a cane because he just hurt his leg. He's like all city football. And he walks in with this cane and he just, uh, and Mr. Jackson looked over. I'll never forget. He's like, hey, uh, what's going on here, Rick? Because he knew Rick right. meant business. Right. And uh, he's like, uh, I think there's a little bit of a problem with my little brother. <laughs> and, and, oh, hey, Rick. And we all come get by Rick. And that whole school like stood still. Really? Uh, it's, it's yeah, we walked right out. Yeah, no problems. That was that. That's because you the, he had a reputation. Yes. Yeah. Is that on the the reputation is like you were saying last night at dinner we were talking. I wish we had microphones hot at dinner last night because <laughs> the stories these three told were legendary. Uh but you had said last night you said we were good kids, we just didn't take any shit. Right? That that's how you that's phrased exactly, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Fair. I mean, you know, we, I think as a... You just have a way of saying things that are so cryptic. It allows the person you're saying that to, to just, we do our own math. 
Well, because you know the thing is, is if you talked about this 25 years ago, you would have been like, oh yeah, no, I get it. But now when you talk about stuff like this, you're like, this guy's fucking whacked out. There's no way. But the thing, so we were not bad guys. We were not bad kids, right? We were didn't put up with a whole lot. And if you were at somewhere and a couple guys said something to you, you just you you went in. And if you came out, you came out. And so see, when, like even the way you just say that, like, <laughs> like it's okay to walk into a. Right. a so when you a, say you went in, you mean like you got it? You ended up in a fight, right? Because you're not going to be the guy that that ran away, right? You'd rather get your ass beat, right? But from what I hear from Roger, I don't know if that ever happened uh, with for the anyone with the last name of Butt. I, you know, I would say you, you get your clock clean, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think we've done a pretty good job of sticking up for ourselves. I, you know, and I've even w- had been walking home and you see somebody get jumped in the alley by five guys, you go in there and, and you help them. But we had the reputation of, well, they're bad guys because they're always in trouble. But if we're walking down the street and somebody says, hey, asshole, I just, hello, asshole. But I was raised that if somebody ever called you name, so what? But if they laid your hand on you, then it was fair game. And there was a lot of fair game. <laughs> there was a lot of fair game. <laughs> It's kind of like yeah. a hyena. You're not looking for trouble, but you'll never, end it. Never. Listen, and you can ask my wife. I've been with her 16 years. I don't think she's ever seen me get into a fight. And I was telling my kid the other day, he said, this kid in school is picking on me, and I probably shouldn't have done this. But I say, so what? I said, as long as he doesn't touch you or push you. Right. And if he does, then push him back. That's the problem today. I think is that's- pushing back the advice you gave her? No, I was gonna, <laughs> you know, push back, John. You're a pusher back kind of guy. You know, yeah. Punch this mother. Yeah, I was grateful. But, I, I, I'm grateful for these guys because I was, I, I was, I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> so I had their because Eddie, my right. grandfather passed when I was in the sixth grade. Eddie happened to be there that night. Another friend of ours, Steve Morris, who passed with cancer. Wish he was here. You'd love him. But from that point forward, he pretty much just moved right in. It was, Eddie moved in in the sixth grade, and that was that. Seventh, eighth grade, ninth, you know. So Eddie lived at the house. But Eddie grew up in an environment with brothers fighting in the whole nine yards. Right. So he could take care of himself. Well, he sure as hell could take care of me. Uh-huh. That's how I looked at it. Then his brothers became my brothers. Right. So now I got three plus myself. Then when I came across there's his six crew. six of us. There's six of them. And there's you six, have six bro- or so, five so other brothers? Five brothers. So think about this. If you got one guy that gets in trouble, now amplify that times Five. <laughs> and his sister. So that's part of right. the over. It was really a clan you had. Yeah, more you know, or less. A posse. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't call it a clan no. back then, but we posse's probably posse. <laughs> but and his sister is tougher, John. Yeah. Oh, she's tough. His sister's tougher than probably these guys. Listen, really? Oh, I wouldn't mess with she her. She would work at the restaurant and walk home and get mugged. I got a. I was twelve. Two houses down from where I live, and I'm walking home, and we had Keds back then. They were yeah. four dollar shoes. Yeah, meat cleaver right here. I'll show you the scar. Okay. My mom runs out. What's going on? I said I still got my shoes. <laughs> right on. So they were going to rob you? Is that what happened? Take my shoes. <laughs> that didn't work. Well, I mean, I had to go to the hospital, but 48 stitches later. But I mean, wow. that, that was the deal, right? So you, you got to living with your brothers, growing up the way you grew up, you became a tough. Yeah. The once I had these guys, then I really had it was uh man, it was a it was a good crew. And his brother Greg he, now Greg would bring on a whole nother crew. Yeah. Of four or five guys. Um 
And there's, they're, they're still out there. Uh, I won't say much about what any of it means, but they have a horse on their arm with wings. Okay. And there's three, I think, three of, three of the four are left. And, uh, you know, uh, that was Greg's crew. Got it. Rick had a fit about the tattoo, but that's a whole other story. Uh, <laughs> speaking of members of the crew, we've got Adam Lieberman is in the waiting. There he is, Adam Lieberman. Wait, are you outside of Sticky Paws right now? Wait, we got no. We have no audio. Hold on, we're having technical difficulties. We'll be back with Adam in a minute. <laughs> That was a quick That's cameo. That's like the news, man. That's like the yeah, news right Yeah, that was there. good, right? Adam, what's so well, Live TV, like, folks. Welcome to live TV. That's not live, but yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. All right. We'll patch him back yeah, in. Yeah, we'll patch him back in. It's okay. And then... What happened when you saw White Boy Rick at his house? Yeah, you saw White Boy so, Rick. We got... Yeah. We, so, yeah. Thank so, you, Matt. Thank so, you, Matt Kelly, yeah, so, for getting us back on the rails. White Boy Rick. Go ahead. Pete. So basically, I came down the stairs, and, and, and there he was, and I didn't... You know, at the time... There was a few of his his crew that I used to see every once in a while driving through in Detroit and stuff because we had those parties going on. So they would, you know, people would right. come and go. And Ricky just told everybody because it was the mom's house, and Ricky's like, "You guys all got to get out of here." Ricky, his Ricky, his oldest brother. Okay, not white boy and Rick. It, okay. White boy, he told white. Oh wait, boy or Rick, yeah, are we no. finding out that your brother is white boy Rick? <laughs> no, no. Okay, no, no, no. that's not his the case. Brother, okay, his brother <laughs> told those guys that they got to go. Right. You know. And Rick said, you know, I'm up. we're having a meeting. We're talking to these guys here. This no. And they all just got up and left. And that was more like, hey, man, how you doing, Roger? Hey, you know, right. Rick, whatever it was at the time. And, you know, it was kind of like, you know, that was it. It's good. I mean, we could bring in even the rock stars, for God's sakes. I mean, Kid Rock was the same way in our hometown, right? So these guys, Tony Gonzalez and his crew, used to bring Kid Rock down from Romeo. And he would do DJing at the high school. Yeah. So they're like, hey, there's this guy down there, man. You got to come down and see him. And I'm like, right. well, I don't go to Mount Clemens High School, but they're like, no, come on down. He's a really good DJ. So that's when we met him. Yeah. Well, and, pr prior to that, he would go to Harpo's yeah. in Detroit. Okay. Those, we, we've got Adam Lieberman is back. Oh, here he is. We've gotten past technical difficulties. There he is, we, Adam Lieberman. We good now? Yes. You're live. Okay, good. Oh, I'm live. This is an honor. <laughs> this is an honor. So so I got, I'm, I'm here with any outside. I'm at Southside of Sky Zone. Um, we're taking Eva's little brother and sister to this trampoline park. Oh, so you couldn't even do a show today. I, John, if I knew that there was a show today, I would have made other arrangements. This was I'm an impromptu podcast. Yes. No, I know you are, but uh, my apologies. But this is, I had to have these three on and we only, as you know, there's four mics in this studio. So, so here we are. You could have had a fifth mic. What is this? Like the fifth beetle? No, we can't do it like that. I don't know. Well, you know, I don't know. How are you guys? How's everybody doing? Welcome back to Vegas. Are you coming to the Super Bowl festivities tomorrow? I am coming. I'm coming early. You better have your money ready because we're going to do uh, little squares. Oh, I love um, it. Very good. He's got so, the yeah. squares set up. He called me last night when we were at dinner. He's like, are we doing Super Bowl squares? I said, yes. Actually, so. He took the Bengals and the uh, over. So that's what I'm going with. So listen, tomorrow when you come, can you help me with this? He's got a parlay ticket. I just need a Ooh. little help. He needs picks. You need picks? What do you need? I, you know, just I how just, to fill it out? I just want no. I, my <laughs> wife helped me with that this morning. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, I just want to pick four. Okay. Is this John's first time to Vegas? Because, no. Well, my, I, we just figured out I need readers. Right. So when I'm sitting here going like this right now, I'm doing this right. Yeah. 
That's step one. And then step two is using your flashlight. You saw that the other night. Last night. And then I gave you my readers. Yeah. And you were like, whoa. So I think. Wait, did gonna, we lose Adam? Is Adam, Adam? gone? No, I'm here. Oh. Adam, we're going to talk tomorrow. Okay, Adam. we'll talk. But hey, I got to tell you a scary story with you, John, real quick. Yeah. I'm walking into work yesterday. And uh, on the floor, I see a, a sports ticket, sports bet ticket. And I look at it. And uh, it was a $5,000 ticket, pays twelve grand, and it was a winning ticket. Shut up. Yeah, but I'm on my way into work. And being the honest guy that I am, I turned it in, and somebody actually claimed it. That's wow. Good. wow. Good for you. See, that's yeah. good karma for him now. That is, yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, the Bengals tomorrow, it's, it's going to be a good karma. Okay. My walking, my, wow. my walking $5 bet. Did the person give you any sort of reward? Or you didn't even get to meet the person? I met the person. He said thank you. That was it? That was it. Well, did you did you want me to say more to you? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you want to be a good Samaritan and now you want my the, money too? <laughs> I don't I don't want to name shit. the company he works for, but it's uh initials are DK and they're in the sports betting business. Ah, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Hey, uh, Roger, are you picking uh what color Gatorade are we picking? You know what I, I? Oh, I got my phone doing live over there, but I have I have the Gatorade, and I think I know the first song. We, Gatorade wasn't on there, was it? I I know the first song. Yeah, I know the first song too. I know the first song. Does yeah, anybody, I gave you the song. Does anybody out in the gambling world want to bet me on the first song? <laughs> let me let me know. So we're gonna do a prop bet tonight at the the one location, right? Yes, we're, we're gonna yeah, go over the Westgate before we go to Piero. We're going to Piero's tonight. You want to go to Piero's, Adam? Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm actually got plans. We're going to a light lantern release party or something. I don't know. A for what? Chinese New Year. For Chinese New Year. You know when the, you like to embrace Chinese your New Chinese like heritage? And, well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going there right now, John. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have some dim sum later. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> well, you guys enjoy. We'll All see right. you tomorrow at the uh, Orlando fun. State. Sounds good. We'll see you there. See you All right. There. We'll see you. Bye, it's Adam Lieberman, ladies and gentlemen. Adam, Adam Lieberman, Lieberman, co-host of the Action Junkies podcast, coming to us live from Sky Zone. Sky Zone. I don't even know what that is. Oh, they just got a plug. Are they paying for this next no, section? No. Nobody does, though, so don't Have the boys got here? Is Alex? Is Alex gotten here? Is Alex coming here? I don't know. Are the Alex kids here? Are the kids in the house? What's going on? Do we know? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't know how much time we have. Well, whatever. we got I mean, all but, day. But I, I would really like to talk about knocklifeapparel.com. Tell us. Well, let's, tell let's us about knocklife. Johnny, you know tell what? us. So, I want to know more about this. Well, here's the thing. They say... No, they no say, kids. Okay. Is Vanessa wearing some knock life, John? Say, is Vanessa wearing knock life? I don't know, but you I brought need, a hat for her. No, you need to make tight tank tops oh, for her. Jesus. What are you doing? You got so, a hat? Don't you want that? Next year. They'll be there. Next year. NOC to expand in the right clothing? Yeah. Yeah. I was watching this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're next to watch it. Um, um, so here's the thing. So we, behind a good man's a, a good woman, right? So we came up with knock life apparel. Which stands which for? Which stands for nocturnal life. So the people that are living the knock life, right? Yeah. So Vegas is a perfect place to talk about it. It really is. So we've we've uh, been doing it for a little over a year. So it's knocklifeapparel.com. We do cups, mugs, visors, hats, T-shirts, magnets. And matter of fact, there's a couple cups back there. But I yeah, like it. So, And how's it been going? It's really been doing pretty good. Yeah. We, went, we changed from... One web host to another, and it's doing really well. Believe it or not, you wouldn't believe this, but we're doing 
more in, so we're in Florida, but we're doing more in like Michigan and California and right. And then out of the country, like it's weird. Cause you get the, the specs, right? Right. Every month, your quarter, right. Quarterly report. Absolutely. And it's just all over the map. Well, I can explain that if, if I have, Go for can it. I have the mic for a minute. Sure. Take it. Okay. So I can explain it. So basically knock life is, uh, they sponsor the show, the Roger That Live. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's plugging. I'm plugging. So, so at Roger That, uh, I, so I've got the Action Junkies yep. do a little sponsor, and I got yep. Knock Life, and I started telling all the kids about the Knock Life. Well, Roger wore some of the hats out and about, and these visors for tennis and stuff like that. But the kids like them because they're cool, and all the kids have the big hair now, so they love to just yeah, you know put it up in the air. Right. So they started ordering stuff from Johnny out of Michigan. So I, I can I can. I, I'll You're a needle in the mover. Midwest. You're a needle mover. I'm a needle mover. I'm an influencer, John. Yeah. I, like I am that. an influencer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where Ed is just really, at the end of the day, just a normal guy. There you go. <laughs> just a normal guy. There it is. Stay below the radar. <laughs> He's just a normal uh, guy. All right. So, so tonight we're going to go. <laughs> That's good stuff, That's right? Good stuff. I like that. I like it. That's the first time I saw it. I oh, you didn't see it before. No, yeah. I just looked at this as. I teed just that up for George Carmona guy. on the decks, too, and he was, he was on it. I like that. That is great. Yeah. Well uh, so tonight uh, is night number two of our Super Bowl tradition. Yes. We're going to Piero's tonight, which is uh, kind of an iconic Italian restaurant. It's the restaurant where Joe Pesci... Uh, it's in the. It was featured in the movie Casino. It's the the restaurant that Joe Pesci ends up buying or whatever, taking over in Casino. And it's where he uh, stabs that guy in the neck at the bar. Remember? Uh, yeah, a great. But, uh, scene. One of the best scenes in movie history. So we're gonna go over there to Piero's, have a little dinner. We'll play some bets before. Yeah. And uh, by the time this comes out, the Super Bowl will be over. Yeah. Um. So let's just see. Now we have a chance to be. Uh, Able to predict the future. Yes. Documented. Who wins the Super Bowl? Bengals or Rams? Stafford all the way. Stafford all the way. Rams. Rams. Ed? I'm going with the Rams. John? Straight up Rams. Money line Rams. Money line Rams. I, I don't think they win by four and a half. But, I agree with you. But, I think the Rams win the game, but they don't cover the spread. So They don't. So it's they the don't. Rams and the over, in yeah. my opinion. The Rams and the over. For me. And you could take Bengals in points. Indeed. But yeah. I don't know if you can parlay those three. I don't know if they let you parlay. Do they? No, not yeah, the money line. Can. Yeah, right. No. Can't do that. No, but, but, um, but, but yeah. I think, listen, we're, we're from Detroit, and we've been Lions fans. Once you're a Lions fan, yeah. that's you're only a Lions fan. Right. And I've watched over the years Barry Sanders, Billy Sims, Megatron, Stafford. Nobody's ever been able to be let go. And Stafford requested like all the rest of them did. And I, you can hand to God, you know this. I said as soon as he got with the Rams, I said he is going to the Super Bowl. Everybody said I was nuts. Because, you know, choke Stafford, blah, blah, blah. Listen, man. No way. He does make errors just like everybody else. Sure. First year Super Bowl. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's Done amazing. Deal. It's a good story. It's a Cinderella story. Yeah. And then like you said about the guy from uh, Cincinnati, Cinderella yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be fantastic, too. I mean, he gets, yeah, he's fun to watch the kid. He, he's, he's he's great in press conferences and stuff. It should be amazing. Yeah. He did a lot for the city of Detroit. Yeah. Him and his wife both. All right, well, this was fun. It was a good time. We'll be back. We'll be back. Next year, we'll be back. Next year. For all you that stayed on there on Roger Dat Live, we appreciate it. 
Great tradition. Are there people still on? Just three people. We got three people on there. I'm one of them. So we're influencing. Yeah, we're influencing. So that's good. Yeah, it's a long show. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. Glad we got. Thank you, John Orlando. All right, gang. Uh, We'll see you. And and just remember, those of you watching, uh, you know, you can follow Roger. Uh, Roger that. Are you, can you commit to doing Roger that every week? Is it that hard? Why can't you do this every week? How many shows do I need to do? 52 fucking shows a year. Just every one, week. One good show a week. Yes. Um, hey, it can be. Well, I you, can do you it. have yet to do a good one, but just do one. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and, and check out Knocklife. Uh, what is it? Knocklife.com or Knocklifeapparel.com? Knocklifeapparel.com. There it is. And then remember, if you uh, need any sort of inspiration or if you need to purchase a Porsche, just hit Ed up. And, and he's just a, he's really, at the end of the day, he's just a normal guy. <laughs> and we'll see all of you folks next week. All right. Show's over. Thank you. Wrap it up, George. It's Thank over. You. I like it. That's fun. <laughs> he's just.